0: You are listening to the Focus on You podcast with me, your host and photography coach bestie, Sherry Brown. This is a safe space where we talk about everything photography, but also deep diving into the photographer's mindset blocks and developing your true skills that shine with tons of self-worth, confidence, and authenticity in your business. I believe this journey has so many possibilities when we fuel our soul with creativity and passion that allow us to create a life we've always dreamed of. So sit back and grab a beverage while we focus on you. Hello and welcome back to the Focus on You podcast. I am your host, Sherry Brown. I am wishing you a very, very happy 2024. I hope you all are settling into your normal routine again, or maybe you have something that you can't wait to do or you're excited to work on and this is the time where it's kind of like the in-between moments. It is the quiet time, but we are gearing up for the busy time, and when it hits, it hits hard, and we suddenly think, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that to help me prepare for, you know, this season that I'm having. So today, we're going to go into a little bit about preparing for the upcoming busy season as well as, you know, going into tips and tricks that really helped me get in my game, get on my game. So the slow season is like the perfect time uh, to do certain things. So for one, for photographers, it is a great time To look at your past work and assess your portfolio, look at the things that you can improve in your portfolio, in your work, in the way you shoot, in the vision you've had all these years, and maybe now going into a different direction of seeing things differently. You've gotten to know your clients a little bit. You know what they like, what they don't like. You know what they're posting on their profiles and what you've liked. So kind of take notes and see what they're saying about your work. You can use their words to kind of guide you to the next phase if they suddenly start fixating on the fact that they love the emotions in a photo that they had with their kids or they like this moment that they had at their ceremony identify those strengths and weaknesses and are there certain styles and techniques you'd like to refine so use this time to invest in education get inspiration look at stuff on Pinterest, look at stuff on your, from your favorite artists and see what they're doing, because it really helps to kind of get a guiding vision for that. We can say all we want in our minds, but until we actually see what our vision is, then it's hard for it to come to life. So we need to have a vision. We need to have that vision. And then that roadmap to get to that vision. So if you wanna learn more like blurry photos, then you're gonna have that vision that you're gonna have to teach yourself to do that. So getting the education is so important. You know, you can attend workshops. Um, I do have a few workshops this year, which I'm pretty excited about. I have one content day and a workshop. I myself am going on a photography retreat this June. Uh, to Italy. And I'm really excited because I've never done a photography retreat. And I love Italy. I just love to travel in general. But like Italy is just, you know, it's something different than what I have here. We have the same thing here over and over. And I just need a change. And I know, even though it may not lead to destination weddings in Italy, it will lead to inspiration for me to grow and evolve in my craft. And so that my vision can get better for my future weddings here. And, you know, I can start to see differently. I can start to feel differently. Um, And I think it's really important to like expand yourself to education or workshops or, you know, something that something creative that maybe another educator is putting on for you. And I'm usually the one putting on content days or um, workshops, but I'm the one being the student, which is so nice. It's kind of like a, I can take a backseat sort of mentality, kind of like second shooting where the main photographer does most of the work, but you get to be creative. I think that's what it's like. So do that and like stay up to date with like latest trends in the wedding photography, because believe it or not, trends are going to be changing all the time, but we can still keep up with them. And we will have clients that will ask for us to do a certain trend And that's okay. I think it's, it's each to their own and you kind of had to stay relevant. So if you're not staying relevant, you're staying stuck 20 years ago, you're going to be stuck 20 years ago with the cobwebs. So kind of keeping up to date, but staying true to who you are at the same time, I think is so important. So the next thing I would say is strengthen your online presence. Now, oh, Christmas time and New Year's and all the holidays. And if you have kids and they're home from school, dang, it can be hard. It can be really hard to get them, you know, get your mind clear because there's a lot of distractions over the holidays. But now I'm starting to feel the momentum of like showing back up online. Also understanding that I need to remain authentic because over the years, you know, There's so much noise of looking, scrolling the internet and seeing what everybody else is doing. I've decided this year that I'm going to create my own online presence and do what I want to do. No rules, nothing attached, just have fun, be myself. If I have a message to give today, I'll give it. Get a lot of behind the scenes footage. That is one of my goals is to get so much behind the scene footage that I am not going to apologize for it. So strengthen that online presence. So people are seeing you, keeping you top of mind because that's, you know, I know I have that fear of people not thinking I'm relevant anymore or forgetting about me. And I think that's the wrong mentality is like, people aren't watching us as much as we're watching ourselves. And so if I show up 10 times today, chances are people aren't going to remember Those times that I showed up 10 times today they're gonna remember all of the things they went through and then forget it so don't focus so much on showing up to impress show up to progress so in addition to showing up online looking at your portfolio seeing where you want to grow in um, look at your website what does your website need take the time to learn SEO because I've taken the time over the past few months because my website ranked low on Google for the past few months. I had no idea why. And then I realized there was, it was my fault. I was not updating it. I was not letting Google know that I still existed. And so I had to learn techniques on how to get my name back on Google when someone searches for, you know, St. John wedding photographer, wedding photographer in my area. So SEO take that time, maybe like once a month to just update your website for your SEO, meaning putting keywords in your content, as well as tagging your photos and naming them. So something might be like a venue that you shot at, you can name it that you can name it st john wedding photographer or you know toronto wedding photographer or wherever you live you name it throughout the photos and google will have these crawlers and they can set they can see who's legit and who's not legit also, if you are blogging, which is a great thing to do, is to tag the vendors by backlinking them to their website. What that will do is create credibility. So if you can, ask your vendors to backlink you as well, and you will be more credible to the people looking for vendors online. So SEO is great, and updating your website with new updated photos that you maybe you're proud of that you didn't take the time to do or you're like, you know, Time got away with you and now is the time to start building that website again. Even if you have to start over from scratch, if you have a pixie set website, I've heard the SEO is not that great. Um, Maybe switch to something that will be great for SEO. Like I use Squarespace and it is super user-friendly, super great for SEO. And it just, it's just really aesthetically pleasing. Okay. Now tip number four don't forget to network and collaborate with other vendors, even other photographers. You just don't know what opportunities could come about. So if you have a chance to network or if you have portfolios that have work of other vendors, you know, you can send them photos and say, hey, like, you can totally use these photos and please tag me backlink me on your website i would really appreciate it but these are yours to have now i used to say no no free photos for any vendors sorry not doing it however there are certain relationships that i like to keep in the industry because they help me grow and so if you have a good relationship with a few vendors and they're not walking all over you they're not taking advantage of you and they're not stealing your stuff or putting on a billboard, then why not share the love with them? Chances are you will get the love back tenfold because they will highly recommend you to their clients because they know that you're going to share those images with them. So networking and collaborating are two of the main key things you can do right now in the slow season, even sending a message to the, a random message saying you're looking forward to working with them. You never shot there before, and you're really looking forward to shooting at that location or whoever it is that you're working with, even a planner, someone like that. Even other photographers, you can say, hey, let's do a creative shoot together. Let's work together and like, you know, build this thing that maybe dream up this vision that we have. I'm doing a workshop with my friend, Charlie Faye, and we are doing um, it together because two are better than one two is better than one, not two are better than one. But, you know, we work well together in that sense, because we have the common goal. We're two very different photographers. However, we have a common goal and each of her, her clients aren't going to come to me and her, my clients aren't going to go to her because we have two very different styles of photography. So don't look at it as a competition. Look at it as, you know, a bond that you're strengthening. And in this lonely place of photography, we all need someone to kind of bounce ideas off with. We need somebody to to support us or to vent to. We just do, maybe a gossip or two. (laughs) All right, the next one. Okay, this one's a big one for me. I need to clean out all of my hard drives, my computer space, my memory, because my computer's starting to lag, And I think it's because I have way too many raw photos on it. So I need to transfer them all to like different hard drives and maybe delete some things that I don't need anymore. Like I have a million things on my desktop right now of things that I just randomly saved because I needed it then. And then I never got back to it and deleted it. So it looks like a cluttered mess. So maybe take a day or two to just go through everything in your computer and make sure like you know, everything is organized systematically that you can find it. Um, You know, your cloud space has enough storage and delete things that you don't need anymore. Maybe it's from a couple years ago that you shot a wedding or whatever, and you don't need those raw photos anymore. Chances are they're not going to come back for them. So why keep them unless you want to go back and edit them again, which some people like to do. If it's your favorite wedding, I kind of do that sometimes just to kind of play around with my editing, but I don't like to delete anything. So I do transfer it to different hard drives and I might tuck the hard drive away once it's full and just not touch it unless I need to. I'm a hoarder. <laughs> Another thing that we can do is look at our past years of you know, how much demand we've had. So if you've done 30 weddings a year, maybe it's time to bump up your pricing. Maybe it's time to restructure that offer that you're giving people. Maybe it's time to look at a different way of setting your value and maybe attracting better clients in the future. Maybe you haven't had that much luck in, in your clients and you're having 30 weddings. It's a lot of weddings. So that can create a lot of burnout that can also create a certain type of client. So maybe you want to restructure that pricing. Maybe don't look at what am I willing to pay for my services take a look at your work and say, what are other people willing to pay for my work? Because if I bump it up $500, is that gonna make or break? Or is that gonna give me back time in my life and flexibility in my life that I can work less and make more money because I already have the value, have the experience, and now it's time to raise my prices. Okay, my next one would be to just brain dump. And brain dumping is a great way to get all your ideas out there for the year. So if you want to do, say, Mother's Day photos, if you want to do boudoir photos, if you want to shoot somewhere special, if you want to do a style shoot, start brain dumping things that you want to do in your business for the year. Um, It's going to really... set you up before it happens so you're like you're preparing yourself for it and also prepare yourself for how many shoots you want to take per week how many weddings you would like to have and what weekends you're going to have off (laughs) because I think preparing for that is something that we all need as human beings is we need that time to refuel for me I always take a weekend off every month I last year I took a whole the whole of September and I used it to shoot and I was regretting it because I was so tired and those people that do double header weddings I don't know how you do it I just I just don't have the energy for it I have three little ones running around and there is no way there I'm going to be able to wake up Sunday morning um, every weekend if I was doing a double header wedding next thing you can do during slow season besides all of the things I mentioned is to look at ways that maybe you can prioritize your personal growth. And I've talked about mindset a lot on this podcast, and we know mindset is something that really affects the way we move in our businesses. It really affects the things that we decide to do or believe in ourselves with and what we're capable of doing. And for me, it's very much a personal growth thing too, as well as a business mindset mindset. So if my, if my personal growth isn't there, I'm not feeling good today, I'm going to take a rest day and I'm going to wait for that inspiration to come to me, or I'm going to look for that inspiration in places. Um, if we do wait for the motivation to happen, it doesn't come, um, unless we have that inspiration. Like inspiration is something that carries us through the year. and Motivation is very temporary. So If I get up in the morning and I force myself to do something, I'm resentful. I'm not putting my focus on that thing that I set my mind up to do um, because my body isn't feeling it. My mind isn't feeling it. And so working on our own personal selves with our mind is so important. And like getting up in the morning and maybe like meditating, maybe going for a walk, um, you know, maybe listen to some soft music, stop scrolling the internet so much and looking at things that are going to create that toxicity in our brains or that stress level because our anxiety a lot of times comes from the online scrolling. It comes from the comparison. It comes from all the things that we're seeing that we're feeling that we're not worthy of and we're not never gonna get there. And so you have to kind of like put that phone down, put the other stuff away, work on yourself. And when you're able and ready to, get inspired and get motivated to do the things that you want to do. This year is going to be incredible. Like I am so excited for this year right now. It's kind of slow and I'm doing a podcast right now. And I don't know if I'll have time all summer, but as much, as much as I can, when I can get time to do these podcasts, I will. And I'm excited to share everything with everyone now, whereas I was feeling a little bit burnt out towards the end of last year because I had taken on way too much. And now I've come to a point where, you know, my boundaries are so much more important, my happiness and my freedom, and I get to travel to many places this year. I'm so excited for it. So I hope you guys took a little bit of inspiration from this episode that maybe you can work towards in your businesses. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. If you love this podcast, I would love if you shared it because it really helps when people listen and they share what they've learned so that other people can maybe get something from it. And I'm so grateful to have you here every single week. I'm so grateful that that I get to do this and speak to you. I'm grateful for everything that I that I have right now. And, and I want to wish you guys the very best for this week and we'll see you next time where we will focus on you. Bye for now.